welcome to Brave Girls Club. This is Brave Girls Bites. This is our new episode that we're doing. Um, it's going to be either me or Krista or Lindsay. This is Kelly, by the way. And it'll be one of us or two of us and or one of us and a guest. Today I'm here with Nathaniel Wood. Otherwise, Say hi, Nathaniel. Yeah. Hi. Uh, <laughs> how's everyone doing? Uh, starting off good, already talking over Kelly. So this will go great. <laughs> It's still quarantine, so we're recording remotely. There's always a bit of a lag. It kind of sucks. But um, if you liked our theme song today, that was Nathaniel's version of the Brave Girls Club theme song. Hell yeah, it was. Thanks for doing that. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't do shit every day. So, uh, you know, why not do this kind of shit, you know? <laughs> why not? Why not? So... There should be at least one Brave Girls Bites episode out by now, but in case you missed it, what this is going to be is it's going to be a handful of us with a guest or whatever, and we're just not really following our usual uh, spiel, whatever, where we tell one story each. We're mixing up the routine. So today, Nathaniel and I prepared um, work-themed Sounds fake, but okays for each other. We're going to test each other, see who could get a better score. And um, it's work-themed because neither of us are working right now. Hell yeah, I've been unemployed for two fucking years. And I've been furloughed since the beginning of quarantine. So <laughs> we're just at home, dude. Chilling and sweating. Sweating a whole bunch. Really, really <laughs> hot all of a sudden. It was real cold for like a day. Yeah. It was nice. Summer's taking its time, but it we live in the desert, in case we haven't mentioned that enough times. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it gets pretty hot. 100% verified desert rat. At least we're not in the low desert. We're in the high desert. Yeah, the superior desert. L- <laughs> <laughs> Lucy lives in the low desert, and it's already in, like, the hundreds. Yeah. And you, it's May still. You might as well just die at that point it it's like you drive from here where it's hot to there where it's hotter and you get out of the car and it's like stepping into a fucking oven it's insane the first time i visited him during the summer i was like jesus why do people live here why who lives here why uh the thing is nobody can answer that question because that's impossible to answer it's there's no justification it is really beautiful there, and there's more to do there than there is here. It's, like, more populated and oh, stuff, but... For sure, I'm bullshit, and I don't even like the high desert. High desert sucks. Low <laughs> desert's way better. <laughs> but, yeah, it's so hot. Uh, Anything else before we get into it? I figured I'd go first. Yeah. If that's all right with you. You should definitely go first. I think that's <laughs> okay. that's uh, that's good. Okay, cool. So, like I said before, we're doing a sounds fake but okay. So I'm going to read a collection of stories that are either fake or real. And Nathaniel has to guess which ones are true, which ones are fake. It could be all of them. It could be none of them. And uh, usually we just do three, but I did four today. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So, and they're all work themed. So here is the first one. It is called Bleeding in the Ceiling. Hell yeah. I was 
And they're all from like uh, the first person standpoint because I found them on Reddit. So it's like people telling their own story. It's not like from the news, which is what I usually do. Mm -hmm. So I was about to leave, but the manager on duty asked me to stick around because he spotted a shoplifter. As she passed the registers, we walk up to her and asked her to stop. She immediately grabs my manager's arm and bites down. I pull her off of him and we walk her upstairs. We sit her down in a chair and tell her we have to fill out a report. While working on that, she pulled out a box knife she had found and slit both of her wrists. After about 30 seconds of bleeding, she stands up and holds out the bloody hands, still holding the knife and starts chasing us with it. We bolt down the stairs and slam the door shut behind us. We call 911, and while waiting for an ambulance to show up, she climbs into the ceiling. We had to evacuate the whole store. The fire department found her up in the rafters after about 30 minutes. She ended up being okay and ended up in jail for a while for it. All for a $12 razor. Fucking tweakers, goddamn. How's that one strike you? Does that sound fake uh, or real? I mean, it sounds um, sounds very deserty. Uh, I would believe it. I definitely believe it's a tweaker. Uh, yeah, that's that's Pla- definitely plausible. true. You know, that's that's super possible, super plausible. Okay, so number two, the story is push down for what. One of four girls was working at the jewelry counter and a customer shoved one of the huge spinning glass cases that sit on top of the counter right into her back, cut her and bruised her up bad. The craziest part? The lady did it for no reason. We reviewed the tape to see what had happened. No one saw and we watched the lady walk up, loom around, just rear back and shove it forward with all her might then walk away out the door like she didn't see a thing. Middle of the rush, she hadn't even spoken to anyone or picked up any merchandise, and no one knew her or has seen her since. So then, not only are these all um, work-related, but these are all tweaker-themed as well. (laughs) Maybe. They're all retail. So, So yeah, a lot of weirdos. It might... I mean... They don't mention what she looked like. To me, I have picture like a regular looking lady. Just just some lady walked in and wanted to fuck someone up and then left. That's that's one interpretation. That's not the same mental image I had, but uh <laughs> either way this person is insane. So, uh definitely true. Uh I'm going to go with yeah. all four of these are going to be true. Already come on. <laughs> all right. So this one is number three, the Bumble Bear. In 2016, I worked at an organic grocery store. In the back of the store, we had a pour your own blank section with containers of fancy nut butters and honeys that you fill up a little tub with and you pay by the weight. During spring of that year, we had a lot of insect issues. But being that we were an organic store and the owner was sort of hippy-dippy, she wanted to take care of the bugs gently. I have no idea if bees are particularly attracted to honey, 
but the week after my birthday, I came into work in the morning to find an enormous beehive or bee's nest or whatever posted up behind the honey dispenser attached to the lid of it. We closed down and waited for a local beekeeper to come relocate the colony. In the meantime, we left the front doors open. I don't know how, but while the front doors were open, a small black bear walked right in under everyone's noses, went straight for the honey container, knocks it over, and boom, now we have a terrified black bear covered in honey running around the produce section being swarmed with bees. We had to evacuate, lock up, and call animal control. They came in, wrangled the bear, and killed all the bees. Exactly what my boss did not want. There was uh, security footage of the sticky bear, who turned out to be a baby, (laughs) even though he looked huge to me, running around the store, and they showed it on all the local news stations. We were closed for a whole week, and I didn't get paid. Great. Uh, you know what? <laughs> you know what? I um, I believe. Yeah, I believe that a, a bear could definitely get sticky. Uh, so <laughs> I'm I'm going with it. I'm I'm staying true to true? what I said. I think all all four are going to be true. Three for three, true so far. Okay. Right. I mean. You you can't tell me that a bear will always get the honey right in its mouth. I mean, sometimes it's got to get everywhere <laughs> else. I mean, that's that's how I have been drinking honey my whole life, or eating honey more than as. So, <laughs> you've been drinking honey. I drink it well. From yeah, the... yeah. <laughs> um, I'm surprised you're not accusing the bear of being a tweaker. Well, I thought that went without saying. I mean, that's you know, <laughs> bears just. Any kind of animal, anything's a tweaker, everything's a tweaker. Yeah, I mean, he's going for his fix, honey fix. He's, he's got to, yeah, he's got to get it. He's He's got to get it, and I respect that. And so I'm not going to say he's that that's bullshit. He's willing to fight bees. Right. Bees I'm are not scary. Willing to be and bad. He's... He's, he's a hero is what he is. He's a national hero. All right. <laughs> so here's my last one. Right. Number four. John from the Stockroom. I used to be a manager at a big box retailer. One night we got a call from LAPD. We weren't in LA, but we were nearby, asking if we had an employee named John. He was working in the stockroom that night, so they told us not to allow him on the sales floor for any reason. It turns out his uncle high on something, had killed both of his parents and his younger sister and was heard talking about coming for John all over an inheritance of a few thousand dollars. Within minutes of the phone call, local cops were both parked outside the building and stationed inside the doors with pictures of the uncle. Luckily for us, he was caught after he hit a bus stop driving to our store. LAPD detectives came and broke the news to John in our stock room. I have never heard such an awful sound of horror and anguish in my entire life and hope never to hear anything like that again. The managers kept him on the payroll, falsifying his punches to make sure he kept his job until he was ready to come back and make sure he had money to live. He came back after six weeks a very different person. I mean, if I'm being completely honest, 
this sounds like something that could have happened in my own extended family. So, Ooh. uh, so that's believable yeah. because, <laughs> because of, uh, yeah, extended family. That's very I mean, believable. The name John? The name John. Uh, is in quotes? I mean, I think I, I think half my relatives are named John, so. Yeah, Nathaniel has some pretty dark family history. Uh, I in do his extended family. Extended, yeah. It's not the uh, it's not the same last name, and I cherish that. <laughs> so you're saying that one's true as well? I'm. You know what? I'm gonna say that that one is like ninety percent true, but I am gonna say that maybe maybe his name wasn't John because that's John air you know air quotations. So you know what? I'm gonna say that one's yeah. false. I, that one is one hundred percent false. I'm going for yeah, you think so? For three trues and one false. Okay, I'm going to read through the titles and you can change your answer at any time, okay? Okay. So the first one was Bleeding in the Ceiling. It's about the lady who was shoplifting and then bit the guy and then slit her wrists and hid in the ceiling. Right, right. So that's true. That's classic tweaker mentality right there. That one is true. Hell yeah. Yeah. And that does sound like the kind of story you'd hear from a retail worker. Like, that's just some crazy shit that would happen at a CVS or you whatever. You know what? That's some, like, Wednesday-ass shit, you know? That's just, like, some middle-of-the-week <laughs> bullshit. And you yeah. still have, like, three more days until you have a day off. <laughs> okay. So you got that one right. So what about push down for what? That's the one... Do you know the jewelry cases that this person is talking about? Those heavy glass containers that have, like, watches and shit in them? Yeah, yeah, there's, like, that Some special... random lady. Yeah. Yeah. So what about that one? That one, I'm... Pushed an entire one of those things on a lady for no reason. I'm sticking with that. I mean, people are pretty fucked. She might not have even been tweaking. She That might have been just a Wednesday, and she was just like, fuck this lady. <laughs> fuck this lady. Fuck so her pink is... shirt. All right, go on. What? <laughs> okay, that one's true. Yeah, you're right. Fucking hell yeah. So I guess next time I'll look for more Friday stories because these are all Wednesday. They're not crazy enough I for can't, you. I can't judge Friday stories. Uh, I've never <laughs> experienced a Friday. Everything is just a Wednesday-ass yeah. day. <laughs> That's not a good life, dude. <laughs> Fucking tell me, Just dude. every day is Wednesday. <laughs> All right, uh, what about the bumble bear with the bees and the bear and the honey? You know what? Okay, I'm going to change this one to to false because I feel like this is something that would happen in, in one of my D&D campaigns. And oh. so, you know, this is too is close Is that just to... because of the title? Because I titled these myself. Oh, I know you titled it yourself, titled but myself. I'm thinking this sounds too much like some dumbass shit that one of y'alls would do shooting a bunch of honey on a bear or something. <laughs> This this sounds a little too much like some D and D bullshit. Okay, okay. Um, Nathaniel is our DM, by the way, when we play D and D. Yeah, I wrote that one. That one's fake. Oh fuck <laughs> yeah! Yeah, I wrote it actually today. Nice. Because I felt like adding another one. Okay, what about John from the stock room? The really really sad one. That one hits pretty close to home, so I'm going to stick with it. Uh, so tell me about it. What's up? 
True, true or false? Oh, it's true. It's definitely true. Yeah, it's true. You got four for four, dude. Hell yeah. I was going to do just three and have them all be true. Mm-hmm. But then at the last minute, I wrote that bear one. Nope, saw it from I mean, away. <laughs> it's the least depressing one, so. Right, of add course, something kind of light. One. Right. Yeah. I felt like adding something a little less violent and horrible. Right. I, I also, I originally <laughs> had, I have three, and I originally had four, but one of them involved uh, a child being ground up in a meat grinder. And Whoa. I was kind of like, it's an interesting story, but this is just depressing. I don't, I don't want to cover anything that has uh, dead children, you know? Yeah, I mean... That's tough, but we do have that on the show occasionally. I mean, I you mean, do you. I was just like killers and stuff. I was just like, I don't want to talk about this little kid being ground up yeah. at a, a meat package plant. Like, this is just not fun. Was this a true story? The this one was a true story. Yeah, it took place. Shit. Um, what the fuck was it? <laughs> Christ, I'm practically telling you it now. Um, but I mean, it was it was, it was a while back. It was like fifties or sixties or something. Uh, maybe I'll send you the story later. But basically, it boils down to this uncle who was like not mentally stable, kidnapped mm-hmm. these not his children, like his you know whoever his uh, niece and nephew or something, and then he ground them uh-huh. up, and then later that place became haunted by ghost children. Holy shit. And I was just like, wow, this is, this is cool, but this is fucked. (laughs) This is really fucked. I don't want to go in depth about this person's tragedy here. Like, this is just, I don't know. It got to me. Uh, Yikes. That's bad. Yikes.com, yeah. Oh, hold on. Slimy wants to come out. Come on, dummy. Come on. Sorry about that. My cat was locked in the bathroom because she wanted to be, not because I'm mean. Um, I was thinking that that story sounded familiar, but I think I'm thinking of another true story where someone gets ground up in a meat grinder. I found quite a few of those. Uh, All of mine are in one way or another meat related because I used to work in the meat department of a Walmart and so, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of the time when there's, like, a haunted meat packaging plant or something, like, yeah, it involves someone being, like, cut up or ground up or something. <laughs> it's pretty gruesome. Yikes. I should have mentioned that that is how we chose our stories. I work retail, so I chose all retail stories. Nathaniel used to be, what was your job? Uh, Me- meat boy? I was a meat handler, a professional meat handler. Meat hand- at, uh, was that your job title? That was, in fact, not my job title, but that is what oh, I told bummer. everybody, including the customers that asked me. I would say, I'm here to meat handle handler. your meat. What meat would you like me to handle? <laughs> it gets results. Let me tell you, it gets, it gets results. Yeah, were you the number one seller of meat-handled products? I mean, I've had at least 15 years practice, so... Uh, <laughs> so anyways on to my stories now uh let's get to it let's let's start um mine none of mine are in first person 
All of mine okay. read like a news clipping. Okay, that's how I usually do it. I just didn't feel like editing everything down or changing people's words. Right. Okay. But usually I look for like news clippings, yeah. Right, right. So perfect. Okay, starting with number one. And uh, I'm probably going to mispronounce everything, just putting that out there. Uh, starting with this. Lafayette County, between 1996 to 1998. At least two men were admitted to the hospital av- after having lost their footing while browsing a local deli. Both had letter- later claimed that they had felt what they described as a tugging sensation almost like their legs had been pulled out from under them. On both occasions, eyewitnesses claimed the men, both gray-haired and in their 40s, had been alone when the accident occurred. At least one employee came forth later admitting that it was not the first time that an incident like this had happened, and that the owner of the store had referred to them as Viento Manos, wind hands the store closed temporarily in the summer of 98 and less than one year later was forced to permanently close after a third incident resulted in a death wait okay so two similar looking men yes went went to the hospital because they fell down at a at a deli? They they fell, yeah. Were they, like, old enough to, like, break their hips? Like, why are they injured enough to go to the hospital? According to this, it was enough for them to go to the hospital. And then it happened again and they had to close? Were they being sued? Well, the third one, uh, a man died. From falling over? Apparently, I don't know, maybe he hit his head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know how the human body works. <laughs> These are some, like, 1998 I mean, bones here. They, yeah, they worked different back then. <laughs> yeah, everyone smoked, and, <laughs> and no one drank their milk. Didn't drink enough milk, low bone density, slipping on meat juices, you know? Was it, like, slippery meat juice deli? I mean, if you've worked around enough meat, you would know. It just drips juice everywhere? It, at Walmart it does. I don't fucking know about anywhere else, but in my experience, there is meat juice on everything. So both of these men reported feeling a tug? Yes. What was... Could it Could it have been the meat handler? Could have been... Well, eyewitnesses said that uh, no one, you know, no one had been around them. They'd been, they'd been by themselves. I'm going to say this one's true. It makes little enough sense that it sounds true. <laughs> like most news stories, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this next one, they don't, none of these actually have a title, just putting that out there. They just, so, cold open. Uh, Bonanza, uh, Bonanza Supermarket, early 1980s. Uh-huh. Late one evening, as the store was closing, an employee that worked in the meat department was murdered. He was later found the next day riddled with stab wounds that had led to his death. Shortly afterwards, strange things began happening to the small Texan supermarket. Store shelves would rearrange themselves overnight, and items that were on a shelf when they were stocked uh, 
before locking up would be spilled in the middle of the floor come morning. To this day, this store remains haunted by the ghost of that unfortunate meat department employee. Current employees say it is impossible to keep uh, overnight stalkers because of the things that occur in the, in the late hours. And they now try and avoid doing night inventory entirely. Hmm. So, so uh, murdered meat department employee, uh, haunts supermarket, does not get a paycheck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just summing um, it up. Uh, that's a summary, yeah. Um, <laughs> you said you did three. There's three of these? Yeah, there's one more. Okay. I'm going to say that this one's the fake one. But I might change my mind later. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Because ghosts are fake. Ghosts okay. are, in my opinion, ghosts are fake. But, um, you know, other people that maybe write news articles think they're real. So in that case, it That's becomes true. a real, it's a real story. The ghost might be fake, but the story could always be real. Yeah, I want to believe. I would love. Please send yeah, us your ghost yeah, stories. Yeah, I would love to believe it, but, um, you know, I'm going to need somebody to mail me a ghost or something because this shit. I, I, Do they come that small? Um, I mean, if uh, Luigi's Mansion is anything to go by, then yeah. The little baby ones? Yeah, yeah. All right, give out your address. Maybe somebody will mail you one. That is a great idea. Yeah, what's, what's your address? My uh, my address is, uh, it's on Wyandotte Road. Uh, no, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, what's any- your third story? <laughs> anyways. Uh, okay. Uh, third story, whatever. In, 2000, yeah, in 2006, a small grocery store chain had to temporarily close one of its recently acquired locations due to its night crew quitting at once. A number of the crew, specifically the overnight stalkers, had complained about hearing knocking sounds from the other side of what would be a solid wall, and that when in the, in the meat locker, the rolled doors would open or close on a whim. This, this came to a head when an employee was found unconscious in a cooling locker without a pulse. Shortly what? after, a number of employees reported having strange dreams and waking up to the sound of the plastic wrapping that enc- encases pig heads at their work. Ooh. Wait, so was the guy in the freezer dead? Uh, it didn't specify... Uh, he, but without a pulse to me says that he's dead. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, I think I mean, without a pulse means did not get a pulse later, but, uh, it didn't specify if he was, you know, repulsed or whatever. I think your pulse can slow down like a lot if you're like hypothermic. Right. And it could be that like, before you die, it could be that they, you know, like Jerry that works in the meat department found his coworker without a pulse. But I mean, what the fuck does he know? He was just sleeping. Like he just like touched his arm and he's like, yeah, that, that dude ain't fucking breathing. <laughs> That's possible too. Um, I think that one's real. Okay. The pig head wrappings. Okay. Uh, let me go. Let me, uh, I'll, I'll read out the uh, location, I guess. 
give you a little summary, and then uh-huh. you'll you'll tell me. Okay. All right. So the first one takes place in what I believe is Lafayette County, although that might be mispronounced. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one was the uh, deli of broken old men. Uh, yeah, the the yanker, the, the meat yanker, the uh, wind hands. Yeah. Wind hands. Yeah. What was the was it Spanish or Italian word for it? Uh, I th- venti manos or something Viento like that. manos. Uh, I don't know. Ooh. It maybe is Spanish or Italian, and I'm definitely not saying it right. You know. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna still keep that. That one's real. That that one you think is that real? sounds real. Gotcha, bitch. That one's fake. Wrote that myself. You, you wrote that yourself. I wrote that one entirely. Yeah. Hence the okay. viento manos, the wind hands. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was good. You you got me. Okay. Um. But now I feel dumb because I felt like it didn't make that much sense. But that's why I thought it was true. <laughs> I purposefully. Uh, I, I swear to God, I'm a better writer than that, but I purpose, purposely wrote it to be yeah. stupid sounding because that's... No, like a lot... When I'm doing these, a lot of the true stories that I find are written like that. And I have to like look around at different websites. Yeah, I was thinking like know? dumbass, like small article in a newspaper that leaves out all the details. Like it says they fell and they got hurt, but like... Did they hit their head? It doesn't specify how they got hurt from that. But <laughs> okay, nope, I'm a there is no backstory. That is all just fluff. <laughs> all right. You got me. Because uh, they just all fell and died. <laughs> you know, once you hospital, hit 40, you're like, you're over. decrepit. You're fucking old as shit, you know? <laughs> they didn't say how old they were. They just had gray hair. It said late 40s. Oh, oh. Well, that's not that old. Like, you're gonna fall over and die. Okay, I mean it's possible. I don't. People yeah, maybe. Hit their heads and stuff, but. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, story two. Bonanza uh-huh. supermarket. This was the uh, mm-hmm. meat department employee gets stabbed, and then he haunts things and he puts bean containers in the middle of the room overnight. No, this one sounds fake to me. I think I said fake to begin with, but. Wait, he put bean containers? I'm just ad-libbing. He, uh, it says that he oh. he moved, um, you know, stock and stuff. Things off the walls into the middle of the store overnight, you know. I'll I'll say that that one's fake still. Gotcha again. That one is real. What? The Bonanza supermarket. Really? Yeah, that is a real one. That's that's And he was just leaving beans in the He was just of fuck the Yeah, he's just like he's sick of it. He got stabbed to death working minimum wage in a meat department. And <laughs> he's just like fuck y'all. Dang. I suck at this. All right. I'm picturing it like um, the the Megalomart episode of King of the Hill. Yes. Where the, what is, a trumpet player? What's that guy's name? He's in there and he's like hiding oh God, what is in the name? aisles and eating all the beans and stuff. Yeah. 
Lucy's gonna be mad that I don't remember his name. Yeah. It's like a real I feel I feel like you should musician. know that. I should. You should. But I also don't know I it, should. so I can't I can't say anything. Alright. Number three. This um uh, I don't see a location on this one. This was the last one, 2006. Uh, this was the uh, meat department dude loses his pulse. And uh, <laughs> uh, the pig heads, the wrapping, cellophane wrapping on the Ooh. pig heads. That is such a good detail that it sounds fake. But, you know, I, I'm going to go real. Because I want to believe, I want to believe that there's pig head plastic and just a guy, uh, am I wrong again? Hell Did yeah, I get 0%? three for three. That one I wrote oh as well. Oh my god. And that one is based on my own Jesus. personal experiences at working at Walmart. Do you want to share some of those personal experiences? I mean, you just heard it in the story. Basically, the uh, hitting <laughs> my head on the roller and temporarily falling unconscious, this guy got it. Uh-huh. Uh, although I did get my pulse back, so it was just, uh, uh, for a second, everything went black. Um, and then... But that, that was in the freezer? Hmm? In, was, did you hurt yourself in the freezer? Well, cause the... It, blackout a little? It's like a fridge, you know, it keeps it cool, not frozen, uh -huh. and, um, it's got these big, like, roller doors. They're, like, motorized, and they're on mm. a timer, so every, like... You know, you hit the open button, and then if you don't hit the close button after, like, 60 seconds or something, it'll roll back down on its own. And there is a sensor at the bottom, but that only triggers if you, you know, if your foot is in front. And if you're like me and you're zooming around with your head in front, you bash your forehead into the <laughs> metal roller, and then you fall on your ass. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, just walking around with your head down head first into everything yeah pretty much you know trying to keep a low profile so none of the customers talk to me uh <laughs> and then the the knocking gotcha. noises like randomly when the the fridge would like you know stop cooling like it reached its cooling level or whatever number degree degree is mm -hmm. what it's called uh you know then everything in like the ceiling and the walls and everything would start making like banging and cracking noises and, uh, yeah, sometimes that roller door would just open or close on its own as well. So, that one is huh. a fake story, but it is based on a true event. I say I get half a point. Okay, you get, you get one sounds... half of a point, I got three points. Yes! <laughs> you have four points. I have four points, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about the yeah. sticky bear already. Wow. Good job. We should do this again. You're really good at it. Apparently, yeah. All right, so that's what we had prepared, but I also have some extra bonus stories for you, all true. I went on Facebook.com, and I asked my Facebook.com friends if they had any funny, spooky, crazy work stories, and here's what I got for you. Let me find it. I blocked it from you so you couldn't see it, so that they would all be a surprise. Wow. <laughs> the truth is I out. blocked it from um, Krista and Lindsay, too, in case I wanted to use any of these later. <laughs> so these will all be brand new to them if they listen to this episode. Damn, the web of lies here. 
<laughs> my friend Risa said um, that she had to clean up human diarrhea. And it was the first time she went into work in a month. So, like, the place she'd been working had been closed. And when she went in to, like, check up on things or grab some stuff, there was just poop everywhere. And I think she, she means... I think she works at a, like, a... like a, a place poop shouldn't be, right? I think it was a school oh, okay. or a camp. She's always worked at, like, Christian camps as, like, a counselor. Right. So, And she said campus, so it's either a school or a camp. I'm not sure where she's working right now. Well. My. <laughs> that's very. <laughs> I mean, that one's not that crazy. That's believable given that it could be kids or something, but uh, what the fuck? <laughs> you never know who's going to come in and poop all over your life. Right. <laughs> um, my friend Max said that once a lady threw an onion full force at my chest because I had to tell her that her insurance wasn't covering her medicine and her doctor wasn't answering our attempts at prior authorizations. So that really sucks, but don't throw an onion at a pharmacist. Come on. Yikes. (laughs) An onion is, I mean, it's not quite a baseball, but it's got some weight to it. Yeah. You could really hurt someone with an onion. dense enough. It'd give you like a little bruisey bruise, you know. Yeah, at, for at real. At least, or or maybe you fall over and you die or something, you know. I mean, I remember hearing a story when I was like maybe thirteen or fourteen about two kids who were playing catch or like playing just baseball or something, and one kid threw a baseball at the other kid, and it, it just hit them at the perfect spot in their chest that it threw their heart out of rhythm and they died of a heart attack like an eight-year-old kid. Jesus. Sip, uh, on a similar note, I believe I have a cousin or something. I'm related to someone who they were in a car accident, but it was like a relatively minor one. But either them mm-hmm. or one of their friends in the car or something hit the window in just the right way, and it just instantly killed him. Ooh. But, like, nobody else even had, like, a a scratch or anything. It was, like, just a little fender bender, you know? Instant what? He just, like, instantly died. Like, it it hit his fucking brain, you know, and it just, that was it. Like, he just hit his head hard enough that he died? Yeah. That's how I've heard that King Tut died. Hmm. He, like, fell backwards and just hit his head in exactly the right spot that he just like had a brain bleed and died that's why you can't um sleep if you have a concussion because what you might have is maybe a concussion but maybe also a brain bleed so you don't want to like lay down and go unconscious in case something goes wrong you'll just die in your sleep well maybe my cousin's friend was king (laughs) tut then it's all coming out now I mean, how long ago was this oh, car accident? Uh, was it in Egypt? Like 1980 or something? <laughs> 1990? I think that's what. I think that's when King Tut died. Mm. Around I there. think they were in uh, Upland or something, though. <laughs> oh, jeez, that sucks. I've heard that um, <clears throat> it's safer to drive with your car window either all the way down or all the way up because if you have it like halfway and you get in a car accident the window can break off and cut your head off 
Well, shit, that's one way to go. So, if you want a little air, just roll it all the way down. Or you could get maximum amount of air without your head attached. Air goes straight through their hole. Yeah, or your just head could fly off into the sky. There you go. You be you can breathe all the air up there. <laughs> Make the heads where float all the air again. Is, That's, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then um, our friend Danny W, who just started his new job at a pool supply place, which has been open oh, all quarantine because. That's essential, I guess. For reasons, yeah. <laughs> um, he wrote that, yeah. A guy the other day brought in a water sample to be tested, and it was filled with tons of little bugs. <laughs> like, you can't just get, oh. like, less bugs in your sample that you bring in. What exactly <laughs> no. did he bring the, bu- I think the, the bugs bug gonna... sample for? Because <laughs> at this point, there's not enough water for water it to be considered water a water bugs. sample. <laughs> What it, was he just like, oh, can it's I like try a sample of some bugs. chlorine in this or something? Uh, I guess some people don't have, like, the little pH testing kits. You always have to test the pH of your pool to make sure it's not Poison. infected yeah. with acids or whatever. I don't know. So you don't, like, dip into it and come out a skeleton. Right, right. You don't have the old this, acid this bath way. in the, the backyard. I mean, this guy's going to go into his pool and get eaten by bugs and come out of a skeleton, right? I mean, if you got to be a skeleton, what better way is there to, to de-meatify yourself? <laughs> yeah. You got to get your meat handled by something. <laughs> All right. Also, let me find it. Our friend Nicole Anderson wrote in. She just officially graduated from... Veterinary college. I believe she's an official veterinarian now. I'm not sure. It takes a really long time to become a veterinarian, so I'm not sure if there's, like, levels. But I think she's a veterinarian now. Right. So congratulations. And uh, congratulations to the class of 2020. Hell yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, guys. That really sucks. Uh, but anyway, she wrote in, this is a gross one. Are you okay with a gross one? As long as it doesn't uh, involve any spiders. Because no I'm noping right the fuck out if there's a spider in this. Yeah, Nathaniel doesn't like spiders. There's no spiders. Okay. So Nicole writes, one time I had to work on a piglet because it was drooling a bunch and seemed to have difficulty breathing. The owners had fed it a nasty piece of steak, and it got stuck in its esophagus. We did an endoscopy and saw the steak, which was a fatty piece of steak. They obviously didn't care to give it a decent cut. And they pushed it into the stomach. And while they were pushing it into the stomach with the endoscope, they saw a live worm in the stomach by accident. And then the next day, the pig pooped. And the poop had live worms all up in it. The end. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I I asked the question. I said, wow, that is disgusting. Uh, so was the worm a maggot that was growing in the steak while it was stuck in his throat? Or did he have parasitic worms or something? And she said, it's pretty typical. It was just parasitic worms. 
that's typical. Does do all do all farm animals have fucking tapeworms and shit? I don't know. I really don't know. Well, that is that is definitely disgusting. But um, I hope the piglet is doing okay. Yeah. Um, one of the jobs I thought I wanted when I was a kid was to be a veterinarian. But then when you watch enough Animal Planet, like those shows where vets work on horses and stuff and just like animal hospital shows, it is some of the worst stuff you could ever see in your life. Like really abused animals coming in, really neglected animals, just stray animals. And even well taken care of animals can just come in just covered in worms. Like, I don't know how the worms got here. Oh, my God. There's just worms and everything nowadays. I mean, I think it's just all the time there's worms. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, no thank right. you. <laughs> we also got an email from serial contributor Marley. Do you know Marley Poff? Um, Do you maybe. Rem- have you ever met her? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. I thought she might have been friends with Kara, but then I started oh, wait, what, second guessing what it. What was her I'm last not name? Sure. Marley Poff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Uh, or, well, I don't really yeah. know her, but my sister knows her. Yeah, yeah. You're okay. Cool. I thought so, but yeah, I wasn't I sure. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know they, who you're talking about. Are they friends? All, all of middle school and high school is like a blur. But anyway, Marley writes, "Hey, brave girls, long time no write in." Kelly put out the call for spooky work stories, so I'm here to deliver. I used to work at a doctor's office that was in an old and creepy building. In front of the reception desk, there was an office with a private bathroom belonging to my office manager. Before the doctor I worked for took over the practice, the original doctor who owned it hung himself in the bathroom. Oh my god. So of course, everyone was convinced that the building was haunted. I might have taken advantage of this office-wide fear to pull pranks on my co-workers, but pranks aside, we had a regular ghost visitor in the office after patients were gone. A couple days a week, we'd have half days where we'd close to patients at noon, but staff would stay until five to catch up on paperwork. On these days, each of the 20 all-female staff members has seen a man wearing brown pants somewhere in the office. Regularly, we'd see him in exam room three, near the front office. This was enough to make everyone believe that he's the ghost of the dead doctor. What convinced me, though, was when I was alone in the chart room and my pen somehow levitated out of my scrub pocket as though someone was taking it. Doctors are notorious for stealing pens. Damn, that shit carries over into the afterlife. (laughs) yeah isn't that oh so my creepy? god you should have you should have put that in your sounds fake but okay <laughs> that's that's a really good one wow it is mm-hmm. isn't it mm-hmm. <laughs> she has a bonus story here i actually didn't read this one ahead of time i forgot to so i don't know what it says but let's uh experience it together for the first oh, time god. now bonus story The office is next to a hospital, but also in a not-so-safe area, so there were always interesting and strange people wandering around. 
One morning around 7 a.m., I opened the office and a man no older than 25 walked up to the counter. He got my attention and I noticed he was wearing a hospital gown and covered in EKG stickers. He very politely said, or I'm sorry, he very politely but shakily asked me to call the police on himself because he had just assaulted several nurses and escaped the hospital and was worried he was going to hurt himself. Although I was scared as fuck, I let him into our secondary waiting room, got him a little bottle of water, a granola bar, and a blanket. I told him that if he needed anything to holler for me, but to stay put and calm down if he could help it. Meanwhile, I called dispatch to report him. The dispatch officer said that several officers were searching for this guy and that he was incredibly violent, so I should be careful until they got there. Once they arrived, I escorted the young man outside and handed him over to the police. He was very nice the entire time he was in the office, and I think he likely had a severe mental breakdown or was withdrawing from some pretty nasty or something pretty nasty. Um, that said, that was one of my scariest mornings on the job, and I still had literally the rest of my shift to go. Stay brave. Oh my god. <laughs> That is pretty scary. Wow. Um, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's working in a doctor's office. My um, sounds fake was all retail stories. Oh. Most of the worst retail stories are um, just people being really mean. <laughs> right. Like pushing a so. CD case over on someone. <laughs> Yeah, stuff like that, or just people being insanely cruel, or just trying to scam you out of stuff. I don't know. I read a bunch of stories, and they were all so believable. Like, anyone who has ever worked in a store would absolutely believe all of those stories. Yeah, all yours... Because there's just a lot of jerks. <laughs> I went with all the uh, ghost stories, but all yours were super believable because they were just like, hey, do you think this person, like, ran in here and fucking just fucked a bunch of stuff up for no reason? <laughs> like, that's super believable, <laughs> just you know? Just bit someone? Like, my, one, my, like, one year at Walmart is enough to believe any kind of story like that. <laughs> Did your one year at Walmart lead you to believe in meat ghosts? Well, my one month at Walmart led me to believe in meat ghosts. I mean, it, <laughs> it doesn't take a lot. Uh, you know, you get that that wrapping on all the meat starts crinkling. It's like in your ears. Mm -hmm. And it's just like you feel like this pig head is talking to you right now, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't actually sell pig heads, but Walmart did actually used to sell pig heads. I think some places they do, but not at, I mean, uh, not in fucking Victorville. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that might be good for, like, a soup. Just, just, just a big pig head in my minestrone. I don't know what the fuck people do with pig heads. Like, you're doing something wrong, I feel. People eat the... People eat the muscle... Around the skull, people eat the tongue. I don't know what else people do. I don't know, dude. I, I don't think I'm into it. <laughs> I mean, you never know what you're eating. I mean, maybe hot dogs are pig heads. Pig heads, pig butts. They could be. And hot dogs are delicious. I just don't want my meat to stare back at me. 
just close the eyes. <laughs> You're right. Just put two little coins on the or eyes. Put, put, put sunglasses. <laughs> sunglasses, yeah. yeah. Eye patches. Eye patches. Give it like Two a little cigar. Big business pig, you know? <laughs> yeah. You got to dress it up so that you feel like it's less alive. Right. Once I believe sense. that this pig is a capitalist, then it, it won't be a problem at all trying to eat it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Instead of like lettuce underneath it, put dollar bills. <laughs> yep. Hundreds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hundred dollar bills. All right. Anything else for this Brave Girl Bite? That's uh, that's what I had prepared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't have anything else, I don't think, unless I'm forgetting something. But if I am, we could always do it next we time. We sure could. I, I hope to <laughs> uh, be a Brave Girl one day. <laughs> yeah. You're an honorary Brave Girl already? You got a 100% on your sounds fake but okay? <laughs> I'm very surprised. I didn't think I'd be able to get any of them right. <laughs> You got all the nasty ones right. <laughs> and then, of course, the the fun-sounding one is the fake one. So. Of course, because nothing is ever really that fun <laughs> as a sticky bear in your store. No. I wish. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. We are Brave Girls Club Podcast. We are on Twitter. We are at Brave Girls Pod. We are on Instagram, Brave Girls Podcast. And if you have any stories like Marley sent in her stories this time, we appreciate it a lot for our campfire tales or even our sounds fake, but okay, if it fits in right, um, we are bravegirlspodcast at gmail.com. You can contact us on any of those social media sites or our email, just however you feel like it. Uh, and uh, stay brave. Nathaniel, any any outgoing words? Um. Uh... No, I'm I'm looking forward to eating some brats right now. <laughs> That's uh, Natty out. <laughs> <laughs> Natty out. All right. Goodbye.